You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Into Tomorrow is on the air for the weekend of Friday, July 22nd, 2022. It is our 27th year covering the latest in cool consumer tech. And of course, we like to say that always includes things like gadgets and gizmos and products and services and apps and websites, all sorts of things as they relate to consumer tech available today and into tomorrow. The announcer dude already told you, so I don't have to, but just for grins, because why not? It's what we do. I'm Dave Graveline. Nobody told you that I'm Chris Graveline. Well, you just did. Yeah, I did. That works, I think. All right. And we want to remind all of our listeners a couple of important things. Number one. Back up your important data. Number two. Check your spam filters. Number three. Listen to Into Tomorrow. Okay, then. Number four. Download our free podcasts. Wow. Got a lot of important (laughs) reminders. Number five. You still haven't gotten to the one I'm expecting. Participate and win. There you go. Okay. Man, it was like pulling teeth. (laughs) Participate and win, because that is so important, not only to remember Cameron's ultimate mantra. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. Thank you. And he's absolutely correct. But we've got this little thing that we do every year for all these years that we call our cool into tomorrow hot summer giveaway. And it's going on, in case you hadn't heard. Right now. Yes. And boy, do we have a bunch of goodies to share with you. I mean, everything from a $1,500 e-bike. We got a bunch of Bluetooth speakers. We got security lights with cameras, a plethora of cell phone signal boosters, two terabyte backup drives, mini dishwashers, a whole bunch more cool stuff. It's all posted for you on the Summer Giveaway Post. You can check it out at intotomorrow.com. And before we get too much further, it's important that you know all you have to do is participate. Chris is going to tell you how. There's three easy ways. You could use the Into Tomorrow app. There's a message to studio button. You could uh, call the 800 number, 800-899-INTO, which is 800-899-4686. Or you can click that Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Now, if you were to do the latter... And click that Ask Dave mic on any device with a browser and a microphone, which includes, of course, your tablet, your smartphone, your computer, desktop, laptop, whatever. If it's got a browser and a microphone, you're good to go with the Ask Dave button. But if you use that, we ask you one favor, very small, very We even remind you early on, but don't forget, start your call with your first name, where you're joining us from, and how you hear the show. That's important. We like to know that info. It just gives us the warm fuzzies. Yes. Yes. And, of course, we're coming to you from the Dexcom G6 studios. Always know where your glucose is headed and how fast. You want to be sure to visit Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M. 
com. Nancy coming up with a question. Uh, she's telling us that we frequently help her over the years, and she's in another pickle. Well, we like helping people out of pickles. I like pickles. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Um, so we're going to talk to Nancy and see if we can't help with whatever her dilemma happens to be. Yeah. Oh, those poop emojis have to wait a little bit longer because Twitter experienced yet another outage that affected users all around the world about a week ago, from roughly 8 a.m. Eastern Time to shortly after noon Eastern Time. Down Detector had thousands of reports of issues with Twitter, but Twitter's own status page claimed, quote, all systems operational, close quote. Oh. They lied. I didn't have a problem with Twitter. That's because you're not on it. Oh, no problem then. Exactly. (laughs) While the main Twitter.com domain loaded, many users weren't able to log into the service or access tweets. It was one of Twitter's longest outages since breaking down for more than two hours in 2016. So in other words, it was a very peaceful, quiet, nice time. Yeah, for about four hours (laughs) for a lot of people that were trying to get on that anti-social media platform. Well, then, yeah. Netflix lost almost a million subscribers between April and July as more people decided to quit the service. That's a lot. Yeah. Jeez. A million subscribers said, the heck with you, Netflix. Yeah. Do they happen to know why? We can guess. Yeah. Uh, Well, the streaming giant has now lost members for two quarters in a row, but the drop was at least smaller than it feared. Uh, The company reported its first subscriber loss since 2011 in April, news that was followed by hundreds of job cuts and a sharp drop in its share price. Uh, rivals are challenging its dominance while price hikes have taken a toll. Those are really what the two big reasons that people are giving for this uh, loss in subscribers. Yeah, because, come on, Netflix had virtually no competition yeah. for most of their life. Now they've got a lot of it. Yes, it just it comes from every direction. Yeah. The subscriber losses reported this week were the biggest in the firm's history, with the U.S. and Canada seeing the highest number of cancellations in the past three months, followed by Europe. Wow. So I'm wondering what our listeners think. Have Have you dumped Netflix... Or have you dumped any other streaming services? Or what streaming services have you subscribed to that you weren't subscribed to before? And why? I think that's really a cool thing. Our listeners are the best in the world, and especially when they participate. And they let us know because it helps us determine these trends as well. And speaking of Netflix, you know, you quoted a pretty interesting headline before the show about Netflix not giving you a good reason to call your ex. Yes, <laughs> that that was funny because it's like, you know, that was a headline from, I believe, CNET or one of those. And it's like, what? You know, that made me, of course, want to click the story because I have no reason to call any of my exes. But what do you think I have to, to do that? And it was because you might want to get your password back from your ex or anybody you're sharing it with because Netflix is going to start charging you separately for use of your account outside of your household yeah that's apparently something they're testing now i guess in south america or something and yeah you know they're apparently not going to start charging automatically but they're going to have you'll have a message i guess pop up on your screen saying yeah we see you're using it in multiple households so we'll give you the option to to buy another house yeah basically active activity or or activation for another house they wonder why they're losing a million subscribers this is not the time to be threatening your subscribers right i mean i'm not saying you should be stealing people's passwords and and accounts but good on you um however this what they're losing so many subscribers with what they have the fact that they've got so much competition now that they never had before the last thing you'd think that they'd want to do reed hastings 
is threaten your subscribers. So why don't let's go for two million next quarter? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I saw a quote where Reed Hastings was uh, predicting the downfall of linear TV in the next decade. No, oh, of course. That basically, regular TV is going to be gone, dead. You know, is that like when they refer to us as terrestrial radio? It's like yeah. it's radio. Everybody now said radio is going to be dead, and it's yeah. not. No, of course not. But linear TV, I guess, is what we knew as TV, yeah. and now they have to say linear TV yeah. because everything else, you know, they offer TV kind of. Uh, God. At the exact same moment, earlier in the day, one day about a week ago, this is fascinating to me, maybe not to you, but we'll see, 99% of earthlings experienced some degree of daylight. Oh. That makes you stop and go, oh. Uh While it is impossible for 99% of Earth's landmass to see daylight at the same time, the geographic distribution of the human population means nearly all of us were able to simultaneously enjoy at least some ray of light from the sun. But it only happened one day about a week ago. Okay. Interesting, I thought. Yeah. Do you think it's interesting, or are you just agreeing to shut me up? Yeah. Yeah. I have to agree with you. You Sign the check. Okay. That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you a Wordle player? No. Good. Me either. Uh, But if you have too much time on your hands, game maker Hasbro and the New York Times are partnering to turn the popular word puzzle game Wordle into a board game. How exciting. (laughs) You're saying you're not going to be the first in line at Target or something to grab grab Wordle? (laughs) Not the first, not the last. Well, good for you. As part of a test, Facebook will allow some users to have multiple profiles, signaling a major shift as Meta looks for new ways to encourage users to stay on their platform amid increased competition. They're desperate. As part of the test, some Facebook users will have the ability to create up to four additional profiles tied to their original account. The idea is that additional profiles can be used for different purposes, like one for friends, one for coworkers, and others for interacting with interest groups and influencers. <sighs> maybe maybe one prof- profile can be used for a mistress or something so that you, know, you have your two separate lives. <laughs> but why would you need a whole profile for something like that? Just... WhatsApp back and forth or something. I mean, jeez. Users will still have one account, but be able to switch between profiles with a few clicks. Profiles will be subject to Facebook's policies, and violations on one profile will affect the account as a whole, according to spokesperson Leonard Lamb. Users who create extra profiles won't need to use their real identity for their display name. Um, As long as the stand-in doesn't violate the platform's policies and doesn't include numbers or special characters. (laughs) God. Okay. So if you're like Prince and you change your name to a symbol, you won't be able to have a separate profile. Oh, darn. Well, that could be a problem then. Because <laughs> yeah. I was going to just change mine to the, a microphone symbol or something. Or the poop emoji. I beg your pardon. <laughs> Jeez. Doesn't Facebook have a thing where they're also doing podcasts now or something? Not anymore. Oh, they, they did? They, they abandoned it. Oh, great. I was going to say, because why aren't our podcasts on there? We were, but apparently it wasn't popular, so they just said, Not, eh, it's not, not the Into Tomorrow no, part, just any, the whole any podcast. thing from <laughs> yeah. Facebook podcasts. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. However, our podcasts are available wherever you get your podcasts, and you can easily sign up for them when you visit intotomorrow.com. We hope you do. I happen to get mine on Amazon Music. Do you? Downloads every every week. I get you know three new uh, 
podcast downloads each, each hour. Ah, I think I'm. I get mine on TuneIn. Is that? Is it? Yeah. yeah. And some uh, some and, other one. And yes, because it is three hours. If you don't, if you didn't realize we have three hours, because maybe you're listening on one of the stations that only carries the first hour, first two hours. Download the podcast. You get all three. There you go. You won't miss a thing. Yeah. Check it out. General Motors and Knoxville-based Pilot plan to create thousands of charging stations to ease electric vehicle travel. Representatives say the goal is to place the stations at 50-mile intervals. I guess that way the lines for them would only be about 20 miles each (laughs) to get there. On a related note, Google will soon offer routes meant to show the most efficient path from point A to point B for those using hybrids and electric vehicles. The newest Google Maps update will ask users what type of car they're using and then optimize from there. I think you should just mess with them and say, I'm using an electric vehicle. There you go. Just so that it'll point you to (laughs) charging stations and you can laugh as you go by them. Right. (laughs) Gosh. I saw a study the other day. Um, I'm not sure who did it. And no, it wasn't just a Fox News thing that talked about Um, 88% of our energy comes from fossil fuels. It was something like 18% from nuclear. I almost said nuclear because I hear people say that all the time, but it's nuclear. And whatever the remaining percentage is, I suck at math, um, was from renewable sources. But it was small, like 20%, 22%, something like whatever. And, And I thought, well, that's fascinating because, again, as we've reminded you for some time here, how do you think you're powering your electric vehicle? Where's the well from the electricity, of course. Well, where's that coming from? Well, eighty-eight percent of it is coming from fossil fuels. Well, you can get an electric vehicle now, since you know once you flip that switch at your house, you'll be, you know, getting one hundred and ten percent of your electricity from the sun. Yeah, finally, we got the solar panels installed. Took five months, not the installation, but to finally get everything resolved and permitted and whatnot. Took them about a week and a half to get them installed. And as of this moment, as of broadcast time, we're waiting for Florida plunder and loot. That's what FPL stands for, right? Well, they want to think it's Florida power and light. Oh, but but it's Florida Florida plunder and loot, yeah. (laughs) And just to turn on and get us their bisexual... Uh, no, no, bi-directional. Oh, bi-directional meter, because the power would be flowing <laughs> in two directions. Yeah, Nancy in Gilmer, Texas is participating. We love you for it with the free Into Tomorrow app. Hello, Nancy. Hello, Dave and Chris. You have helped me more times than I can count, and I find myself in yet another pickle. I'm currently using a Samsung Galaxy phone, but I have an iPhone 6S that I keep around just in case. When the iPhone was active, I did use it to watch stuff on my not-smart TV. Last week, I took a fancy to watch the end of a show I wasn't able to stay awake for. Hooked everything up, and nothing worked. However, a QR code did appear on the screen, and when I scanned it, I was redirected to drongscreen.apk. I was very uncomfortable with following through on that, so I just figured my phone had aged out and I would need to see about using my Android. I researched online, found the proper connector for my Android, hooked it all up, and I get the same drawn screen message. Have I overslept and an app is now necessary for this process? I couldn't find any information on this particular app to determine if it was safe or not. Can you help me get my Android to display on my not smart TV? 
Well, we'll do our best, Nancy. Uh, DrongScreen.apk, which is Android Packet Kit, I believe, right? Yeah, it's like an extension for an Android app. Yeah, exactly. Uh, seems to be a pretty obscure screen mirroring app. Now, we haven't heard of it before, and there's surprisingly little about it on Google itself, so it's pretty hard to actually recommend it. But if you're looking for a way to connect to watch things on your TV, it sounds like you need to do that. A $29 Chromecast device may be a better option for you. It's made by Google, so expect it to share more than you think it will. But it will be simple and reliable, and it will be less shady than DrongScreen.apk, that mystery app. And if you already bought two devices and you can return them, you may be able to get a Chromecast without investing any additional money. Um, Another advantage of the Chromecast is that they're wireless devices. So you can have your phone on you, control what is playing on the screen, even use your phone while your show plays, and you won't be tethered to the TV. Any listeners have additional advice for Nancy? We love listeners helping other listeners. Please add to our answers. Join us anytime. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral costs skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call LifeCare at Thank you for tuning into tomorrow. Thank you in advance for participating into tomorrow as well. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. If you want to become a podcaster, Blueberry Podcasting makes it easy to publish, analyze, and grow your show. Visit blubrry.com. You know, there's never been a better time to take up a new hobby that could change your life and your environment. With this week's Into Tomorrow wellness tip brought to you by Human Touch, here's Victoria Ladock. Thanks, Dave. It is important to us to have hobbies that can help relieve our everyday anxiety and stress. Taking up gardening can lead to multiple health benefits, both mental and physical. Break a sweat mowing the lawn or digging holes for your new plants. Gardening will be sure to keep your blood pumping as you enjoy the fresh air. Your diet can also benefit from all the natural fruits and veggies you can grow. Reconnect with nature and enjoy the hobby as you restore the environment one plant at a time. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you so much. The Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip is brought to you by Human Touch. We invite you to check them out at humantouch.com, where you'll learn more ways to relax, as we have done as well. Check them out. The cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. I think we have some prizes that we can give away, and we invite you to mention three or four of the items when you call in. No promises, no guarantees, but among the goodies that you may, in fact, win 
if you ask for them and you're heard on the air. A Minder laptop tower stand and Minder portable folding Bluetooth keyboard from Obvious Solutions. Oh, from Hampton Products International. You want to make your home even smarter than it is or start making your home smart? We got a bunch of goodies from Hampton, including smart security lights with cameras, smart pan and tilt indoor cameras, smart power strips with surge protection, smart adjustable white floodlight bulbs, a whole bunch of smart stuff. You get the idea. From Limitless Innovations, we've got several of their Tiki Tunes Bluetooth speaker with LED flickering flame effect. And I love how our friend Penelope, a little four-year-old, calls it her campfire. That's very cool. And it's a really nice Bluetooth speaker as well. How about from Casio? Do you like to play the keyboards? How about one that can speak words? We've got a Casio CTS-1000V worth $450. Someone's going to win. And from Bike.com, we've got the Denago 48-volt electric bike. If you missed that interview last week, check it out. Oh, you want to see the video of this bike in the interview with their CEO, and you can do that at intotomorrow.com. How about from Blue Jour, their Cube Mini PCs with unique designs. They sent us three of them, valued each at $750. And from Western Digital, we've got their SanDisk iExpand wireless phone charger and backup and a bunch of their external gaming hard drives. Check it all out at intotomorrow.com. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you want a company that's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. That's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you in advance for participating on the program as well during our 27 years, bringing you the latest in consumer tech, products and services, of course, gadgets and gizmos, websites and apps, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. Thanks again for joining us. 800-899-INTO anytime, 24-7, or use the free Into Tomorrow app or the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. It may surprise you to know that tens of millions of people in the U.S. don't have access to the kind of basic technology that we rely on to communicate each and every day. And that can lead to many social and economic challenges. Here to talk about what's being done from space to help bridge the gap is the general manager for U.S. Broadband Viasat, is Stephen Mesnick. Hey, Steve, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? Perfect. And I, I appreciate you bringing up this topic, which I'll tell you, you were just talking about the tens of millions. Actually, about 42 million Americans do not have access to high-speed Internet in their home, which is just shocking considering how important it is uh, to be able to connect for school, for work, for seeing your family, your friends, especially in the pandemic that we were going through. Right. So thank you for this such an important topic. I appreciate the time to talk about it. Oh, by all means. And it's 2022 for crying out loud. You would think that it wouldn't be that many people still. Yeah. The, the issue is you've got um, your traditional Internet service providers, right, who put fiber and cable and people hear all these terms, but they they pick and choose where they want to put these services, right? Where they think they can make a return on their investment, where they can make money. 
And so there are many people in the world, in, in the United States, 42 million, as I said, who unfortunately live in areas um, that don't have, that have not been kind of, I'll call it chosen to hmm. receive internet access. And oftentimes those people tend to be uh, lower income, um, the elderly, persons with disabilities, right? So it really is not only just a who has and who doesn't, but the people who don't, I tell you, they fall further and further behind with the importance of connectivity. Oh, for sure. Let alone the inadvantages, is that such a word? <laughs> the disadvantages, certainly, of folks being able to, to work successfully from home and things of that nature that so many millions of others have been able to do or have had to do in the last couple of years. The pandemic really put a kind of magnifying glass on this on this digital divide because all of a sudden, right, come March 2020, everyone's at home. And if you want to do your job, you have to have internet connectivity. If you want your kid to go to school, you want to talk to your doctor, it really shined a light on the fact that, oh my goodness, if you don't have high quality internet at your home, you're just not able to be a, almost a member of society. Yeah. And so Viasat, we have a very different kind of business, which is we build a satellite. We launch that satellite into outer space, about 22,000 miles up. And then it doesn't matter where you live, where you chose to live, we don't pick and choose. Anyone who can see the sky can get high-speed Internet. Nice. And how expensive is that? Because, of course, typically, you know, folks talk about being able to connect to their cable, God forbid, or or perhaps have some other service. You know, we're lucky enough to have fiber, so I've got a gigabit in my home, and boy, I love it. But those that don't have, as you've been mentioning, Steve, access to those other services have to rely on something like Viasat. So is it affordable? Is it something that folks can easily handle? So it's actually affordable. It's gotten more affordable. So uh, something we just did at Viasat, we launched what we call our new choice plan. So plans start for 25 megas per second, uh, which is enough to do many of the basic things that customers want to do online, right, at forty nine ninety nine per month. However, the government now recently has launched what's called the Affordable Connectivity Program. And this is if you're below a certain income level, right, you can now get a $30 discount per month from your internet service provider. From Viasat, we participate in this program. So we want service now for customers can start at $19.99 per month for 25 megabit per second broadband. So Very not nice. only do we want it to be available, but we also really understand it needs to be affordable. Sure, and and you have bragging rights that you're getting internet via satellite, so that's cool too. <laughs> we talk a lot about this digital divide or, or digital inequality. What does it actually mean? So it really means that there's, I said, the, the kind of, I hate to say, haves and have-nots, which is those folks who just live where the internet service providers have chosen not to offer service or they can't afford it. And it's not just a U.S. problem, right? There are 42 million Americans, but I'll tell you, when you go outside the United States, that number is significantly greater. Viasat provides internet service in Mexico, in Brazil, in Europe, uh, in Africa, because we believe that not only uh, there's a, you know, there's people in the United States, but throughout the world, right? This has become such an essential service, like it's like water, electricity, broadband, has become so critical that 
every single person on the planet should have access to high-speed Internet. Oh, you are absolutely correct, Steve. And and no doubt it is a pressing issue. I'm wondering from your perspective uh, when we talk about, and you're right, the haves and haves not. It really boils down to that. But is it because some of these other service providers uh, say, you know, there's no money in it for us. There's not enough people. There wouldn't be enough subscribers. You know, we'd have too much infrastructure to worry about. Is that kind of the main thing, do you figure, that where where folks can't have these other alternatives even? Unfortunately, I'd say you are correct, which is a company is going to make a decision on where to put fiber or cable. And I've seen these situations where your neighbor will have access to internet to fiber and the person living next door doesn't. Uh-oh. Why? Because the, the, the ISP, internet service provider there, decide, you know what, I'm only going to go this far down the street. And if you want access, they'll offer, they'll ask you for something for like, you have to pay $10,000 to oh, get yeah. The fiber line run, you know, two hundred more feet to your house, and and, so and, it, and we you think are abs- internet is such a better way to do it. And you are absolutely correct about that because we had a situation with our studios when we used to be on Main Street in Miami Lakes. They had it literally across the street, and this is just a single lane street. It's a small town, right? Main Street was nothing; it was two blocks, but they had it across the street. But if we wanted it, we had to pay. And it, and it was like ten or twelve thousand dollars just to get the fiber over to our side. It was like, no, there's trees. Let's just string it across the street. I mean, you know, exactly. you, you you get desperate and you think there's got to be a better way. Well, obviously there is. <laughs> Viasat is is a good way to do it. So we're talking about now high speed satellite internet. It does seem to certainly open the door to all kinds of new opportunities for people in various rural and unserved communities. Yeah, and I'll tell you, when people say, well, that that sounds crazy, I'm going to get internet from outer space? <laughs> I'll tell you, we provide connectivity, Wi-Fi connectivity on American Airlines, JetBlue, Delta Airlines. It shows you that, I always tell people, if we could provide connectivity when you're five miles up in the air, traveling at 500 miles an hour, imagine what we could do in your home. Oh, right? good it's point. kind of a proof point. Yes. trusted by the military, the most VIP aircraft that the military has, the biggest commercial airplane providers, and we also provide it for homes. Oh, love it. And not only are you taking care of home internet, but small businesses as well, which this country is not only built on, but certainly still depends on in every way. So a lot of folks listening that run their own small business, this is perfect for you as well. Yeah, internet from people are now either have a physical location where they go to for work, or you have people who just work from home, right? Their their business is now their living room, and without connectivity in their home, they can't even do their business anymore. Wow. So, yes, we provide both business and consumer. Now, one of the things at your website at Viasat.com, V-I-A-S-A-T, as in satellite, oh, hello, Viasat.com, you talk about community internet as well. Uh, describe what that is and how that's helping so many people. Yeah, so we, uh, community internet is a, in certain places in the world, we're doing this now in Mexico and Brazil, is that people who can't even afford, I mentioned Viasat, you can get as low as twenty nineteen ninety nine per month. There are places in the world where people can only afford 50 cents, a dollar. And what we do there is we'll put a kind of single satellite dish, which would normally go on an individual's house. We'll put that in the center of town, in the community, okay, and we will, people can access it kind of like, I'll say in the U.S., going to Starbucks, right? <laughs> and you can kind of use the Internet there. So our community Internet program is where people who really have almost nothing to spend on Internet can still get connectivity because, as I said, 
our belief advice that is doesn't matter where you live or how much money you have, we want you to be able to get access to the Internet. And and your example of a Starbucks is a good one, assuming it's one that's still open. Uh, but the other issue is that their their town square is certainly going to be open. And folks can gather around, and you've got a good signal with Wi-Fi, and, and people can get online and do their studies and, and search the Internet and, and get what they need online in the meantime. And I think that's a great way to introduce various communities around the world and search certainly around our country, uh, to be able to say this works exceptionally well. So, yeah, I mean, look, we're, as I said, we're expanding that. We have our newest constellation of satellites. So we're going to launch what we call our Viaset 3 constellation, three satellites, one over the Americas, one over Europe and Africa, and one over the Asia-Pacific region. And with those three satellites, we could actually blanket the entire globe. Wow. Okay, and provide connectivity to anyone who needs it, regardless of where you choose to live. Gotcha. Now, to be fair to our audience, if you're a gamer, perhaps satellite internet is not necessarily for you, right? Because there is a bit of lag time, 22,000 miles in space and back again. Yeah, the speed of, the speed of light only goes so fast. I'd say if you're a active, you know, if it's a first-person game that really requires, gamers will understand this, right, low latency, yeah. then yeah, I would tell you satellite internet service is not the best for you. If you're someone who likes playing just, you know, online games, you want to play you know, Wordle with your friends or, you know, whatever the next hot game is, satellite internet is perfect. Yes. Right? So, yes, for, for the really intensive, you know, where if you're a second behind, you're going to lose the game or a split second, then yes, good point. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, by all means. Although, again, I think those folks would either already be somewhere, otherwise, how are you into gaming anyway, <laughs> in that sense, right. where you've got that service. But Kudos to Viasat for for helping to close this digital gap. Uh, we, we're proud to help promote it for you, and especially with the new subsidies that you talked about, it is affordable for more and more people, and we invite folks to visit Viasat.com, V-I-A-S-A-T.com. We'll get you there, too, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Stephen Mesnick, General Manager for U.S. Broadband with Viasat. Let's stay in touch. There's more to come as you guys continue to launch more satellites. It is rocket science for you, and we appreciate what you do. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. Again, Viasat.com. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. More Into Tomorrow right here on the Advanced Media Network. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero copays on many services, and zero deductibles. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. 800-901-5093. If you don't have final expense insurance, this message is for you. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to help cover final expenses, medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance, available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. Call LifeCare at 800-956-0683. 800-956-0683. 
to Into Tomorrow. I'm Cameron Graveline, reminding you to participate by letting us hear you on the show and win prizes. Call 800-899-INTO, use the free Into Tomorrow app, or click the Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Now, back to the guys. That would be us. Thank you, Cameron. He's one of the guys, too. But we like having him on the show every week, one way or the other, even when he's tied up in summer camp. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the Internet has to offer. If you want more information, text the word radio to 35000. Oh, you know what it's time for? What? Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, 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 history. history. Here's Chris. This week, back in 1909, Orville Wright, one of the famous Wright brothers, along with his brother Wilbur. Oh, I know them. Yes. uh, Set a record for the longest airplane flight. Orville was testing the Army's first airplane and kept it aloft for one hour, 12 minutes, and 40 seconds over Fort Myer, Virginia. He was so tired from the experience that he crash-landed the plane. But he and his passenger were both okay. In 1925, this week, station 2XAG in Schenectady, New York, became the first radio station in the U.S. to broadcast with a 50,000-watt transmitter. The station, soon known as WGY Radio, could broadcast with 50,000 watts because it was owned by the General Electric Company, a company that knew a thing or two about watts. Today, WGY still broadcasts with its original call letters and is still using 50,000 watts of power. Renegade Radio. In 1958 this week, President Dwight Eisenhower signed the National Aeronautics and Space Act, establishing the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, or NASA. When it began operation in October of that year, NASA absorbed and replaced the National Advisory Committee for Aeronautics, which was formed in 1918, to undertake, promote, and institutionalize aeronautical research. The formation of NASA was the U.S.'s response to the Soviet Union's launch of Sputnik 1, the world's first artificial satellite the previous year. That ought to keep the little squirts happy. In 1998 this week, Bell Atlantic and GTE Corp. announced a $52.88 billion stock swap deal to create the second biggest telephone company behind AT&T. The resulting megacorporation, later to be named Verizon Communications, would begin with 63 million local telephone lines in 38 states and a revenue of $53 billion. And this week in 2008, the Federal Communications Commission approved the merger of Sirius Satellite Radio and rival XM. Many thought the merger would never be approved, given that Sirius and XM were the only satellite radio providers, and that the merger would create a monopoly. That thought was dismissed earlier that year when the U.S. Justice Department approved the merger, concluding that satellite radio competes with terrestrial radio, online streaming, and MP3 players. And to think that there are still a lot of stupid people in this entire country, in North America for that matter, that are paying for satellite radio, compressed and terrible and whatever. Plus, you can't technically call it radio because it doesn't use radio waves. That's true. It doesn't? It's all satellite signal. It's like GPS. Cool. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the global innovation show since 1924 for consumer tech and home appliances, and by IFA Next, the launchpad for innovations. Get more info at ifa-berlin.com. And did you know that we will be there again, as we have since 20 years ago? I did. In person. Well, you did, because you have a ticket. Um, In person and almost live. Because of the time difference, you know, we're recording interviews. And we'll present to you throughout the month of September very cool interviews with a whole bunch of exhibitors from Berlin, Germany. 
And did you know that unlike other tech shows, you can go to this one? I can go well, to this you, one? Well, you can go anyway, but yeah. our, our audience can go. Oh, you meaning the collective audience. <laughs> yes. That's very true. Unlike CES, and for that matter, any other tech trade show that we've covered over the years, Berlin's IFA is open to the public. And I can tell you from experience, that time of year is really good weather in Berlin. So take a vacation. Yeah. Come see us in Berlin. Yeah. You've been cooped up for a couple of years, dying to get out. This is a good reason to get out. And come and find our broadcast booth. They're sticking us in a, pri- in a prize closet, in a broom closet this year. But it, we should be easy to find. And we'll get you a refreshing beverage, assuming they're providing them. We shall see. Anyway, join us at intotomorrow.com. take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills just pour them in and hero does the rest so easy to use and saves me so much time i never miss a dose i'm never late for a dose anymore and that is so critical to me what i like best about my hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use and i don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget did i take that pill or not because it reminds me it alerts and dispenses with the push of a button plus hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver hero is amazing but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their hero from the convenience of your phone i feel better than i have ever felt simply because i have this device try hero risk-free for 30 days if you don't love it you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Into Tomorrow is often reminding you to back up your important data, always, and Check your spam filters frequently. Found yet another person that I was dealing with lately. How they ended up in spam, who knows, but wondered why I hadn't heard an answer back. I always tell people, if there's a question mark in my email, that is a good suggestion that I need you to hit reply and answer the question or something. And I'm wondering, why didn't they get back to me? Well, there they were in spam. Go figure. So check your spam filters. You're going to find legit emails in there, I'm sure. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys, streaming media solutions for the smartest businesses on the Internet. Oh, Visit StreamGuys.com. Scott in Bossier City, Louisiana, listens on 710 Keel. Hey, Scott. Dave, I have an app that I helped develop. I would like to cast my app onto a conventional TV, but I would like it to appear in profile instead of landscape. Is there any way to do that without a special TV? Yeah, you turn your TV sideways. You could do that. Um, And if you have it on a bevel that does that with a wall mount or something, that's not a big deal. But I wouldn't recommend that. For the most part, it will need to be an option on the TV. Ad monitors are usually a good choice for something like that, but your mileage may vary. If your app is playing recorded videos, you may be able to rotate them so they show up in portrait mode on the TV by tricking Chromecast into thinking they're in landscape. Um, Otherwise, you may be stuck with wired mirroring. Yeah, and I know that doesn't sound like the best option, but with what you're trying to do, unless somebody else listening has some additional ideas, and we love our smart audience because people do help other listeners regularly – 
I'm not sure what else we can recommend at this moment. Intotomorrow.com. Sign up there.